Hello, everyone, and welcome along to another episode of Championship Grill with me, Steve, and joined as always with Phil. Yeah. Um, how are you doing, Phil? Good weekend? Yeah, it's all good. I had an interesting weekend. Not every, not every day you get to meet uh, Phil Collins' son. No, filming down in the music video with Phil yeah. Collins' son, Simon. So, yeah. yeah interesting was, weekend, to say the least. An interesting one. I wasn't. Yeah. I, I never put two and two together. It was a weird one. He's, what, who, he's yeah. the one who said... Because me and Emmett were talking about, like, my dad follows uh, West Brom. He was asking me about my dad following West Brom in football. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, you, did you look me up? Or he heard us and he was like, did you look us up or something? And I was like, no, not really. He was like, you know my dad. You know who my dad is. And it was just weird. Uh, you probably thought a West Brom player. <laughs> I know, yeah. And he's like, no, my dad my dad's Phil Collins. My dad is Cyril Regis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Imagine. <laughs> But no, it was interesting. I liked it. It was a good weekend. Yeah, good weekend. Uh, um, there you go. So a little bit of news before we go into the weekend, the games and all the results that were there. Uh, Cardiff still don't have a manager. Yeah. Um, which is uh worrying to say the least for them. Yeah, especially with who you told me earlier. <laughs> oh, might yeah, be- I mean the favorite for the man. There's there's three people. Um, there's three people who are currently there uh, looking for the job I suppose their favourites for the job I guess is a better I'm, way of putting it I'm, I'm just looking through the list there like you've got Lamucci who was at Nottingham Forest yeah. um, wasn't great like you said before him no like Forest. okay like. Um, he was the guy in charge when they dropped out of the playoffs that time yeah and um, when they like had to lose six nil or something on the last day to drop out, yeah, yeah. and managed to do it. how that wasn't investigated is beyond me, by the way. Um, but that was really iffy that you needed that much of a gold swing and it didn't happen. Yeah. Anyway, you've got him, you've got Ishmael, um, who came into Barnsley, did a wonderful, wonderful job, went to West Brom, not such a wonderful job, yeah. So, uh, but you reckon he might suit Cardiff, he might suit that kind of a club better. Yeah, there's also as well. I see Lee Lennon is there. That's an that's that's uh an interesting one. Interesting one, yeah, definitely. Uh, for Neil Lennon. But he's um, never managed, I wonder he's never managed in England, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No. Uh, what I would say then as well is so we've got Ishmael yeah. there, and then the favorite at the minute, or it was when I checked earlier, is Big Sam. Yeah, that's a weird one. A weird one, but he's he's brought teams up from the championship before. Yeah. Um, so it's you know it's, we see how it goes, and then since we were on the last time, you had an appointment not long after we came off the air last time in Mick McCarthy. For who we were only talking about last week. Yeah. And going to Blackpool, a good appointment there, I think. Um, yeah. Let's just hope that the same thing doesn't happen. What happened with him the last time? He did so well that they kept him. And then it just went yeah, down. And then things went pear shaped. But yeah. um, you know, I think that's a good, smart appointment when you're trying to stay up. Yeah. Because he he's got such experience in this division and just in football in general. Yeah, and there's a few um, Irish lads there. There's one. Well. There's a few Irish lads in there. Yeah, and I mean, he you know he just knows the division so well. Yeah. Um, he knows how to win in this division, and it's it's not something everybody can do easily. So I think it's a good appointment. Um, I think Cardiff have to get their next appointment right for sure. 
I just that's why I'm saying like someone like Ishmael or Neil Lennon. Um, yeah, just because Big Sam, like Big Sam, was in his seventies. Well, you know what Big Sam's going to do. You know how he's going to play. You know he's going to, you know he get the results. He'll keep them up. I mean, he's the guy you bring in when you don't want to get relegated. Yeah, even Neil Warnock as well. He's there as yeah. well. Yeah, 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 and um, and that's not what they want. Now, I I don't think there's anything wrong with bringing in the Big Sam for six months. We talked about it last week to just keep you in the division. Yeah, yeah. But then in the summer, you have to think. Look. I'm going to go with a younger manager and no matter what, this is our guy for like four or five years. Yeah, that's it, exactly. And I think that's the way football is going to hopefully start to go a bit more. And I think a lot of that will be down to, when you well, look at the Arteta success of the Premier League, Arteta. but Arteta at Arsenal is like, I mean, he'd have been sacked if he was at any other club. Yeah. yeah. Um, that they're going to give him time and more time. Um, and I think that's the way to do it. Yeah. Uh, it's very hard like, I mean, how long has Billich been at Watford? Now it must be nearly a record. <laughs> um, months, but yeah. So we'll we'll wait and see anyway what happens there uh, with that one. Other news, I suppose, bit of transfers going on. Cantwell leaving Norwich, as we knew he would. I mean, um, he was he was always going to go. Finds Rangers. What was the fee? Uh, undisclosed, but. What I'm hearing is it was not a lot in and around one and a half million. That's mental considering there was teams quoted thirty million for him. There was at one time, yeah, and and I I think his contract is probably up in the summer. Yeah, yeah. Um, if if you know, um, maybe it wasn't, but I you know twenty four now one and a half million good signing now one and a half million is what I'm hearing. Yeah, and yeah. It was, certainly it wasn't much more than that. Like they might offer um, him all his wages or whatever as well. Yeah, um, you know, Rangers don't have the money to be spending eight million on a player like so. Yeah. But he could shine. He could, could be shine. about one and a half. He might shine in Scotland. Yeah, um, a few yeah. weird ones in terms of there's a lot of transfers going on, and we'll have a proper, um, we'll have a proper look at the transfers kind of closer to the window going. Um, Ekdal joining Burnley for just over, you know, just under three million. Yeah. Uh, twenty-four year old centre back joining from the Swedish. Um, June Garden uh, could be good. Don't know anything about him. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Um, Charlie Good going to Blackpool. A uh, good signing, I think, from Brentford. Yeah, nice. Uh, he was in the championship when Brentford yeah. was there. He's good. He knows the league again. Yeah. Um, good signing. And uh, Reese Williams going away from Blackpool to Liverpool. I think that kind of good came in. Williams went back uh, to Liverpool. Yeah. I think that's kind of why that happened. Uh, Matt Macy left Luton going into Portsmouth. Uh, Matt Macy, who's apparently only 28 years old. That yeah. must be a typo. Surely he's 38. He's been <laughs> yeah. around forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you had a couple of players that were just kind of... Um, Hull City lost a couple of lone players that went back to their parent clubs. They weren't getting enough game time, I would imagine. Um, not a lot else, really, in the transfers that stands out to me, anyway. Oh. Um, I suppose Fosu gone back to uh, or has gone to Brentford from Stoke. Yeah. Um, not a lot else really happening, and no. uh, obviously there's still a little bit of time to go, so we'll uh, we'll wait and see what happens. Um, whether or not uh, what's weird, I suppose, in this transfer window. One thing we can talk about before we go into the games. Yeah. Um, one player, whenever there's a transfer window in the championship, that we always talk about, and he never moves. Is this male, sir? Yeah, I mean, 
The problem is what happens now is they'll go up and he'll stay with them again. <laughs> that, that's the issue, is it? I mean, the thing is, who's going to buy Sar? I mean, Chelsea. I mean, do they have enough wingers yet? Um, 12 wingers, I think Chelsea have. Maybe they could add another one. Well, there's two more um, going to him now, so yeah. yeah. I mean, the problem with it is if a team comes in for Sar, he's going to cost them 20, 20 to 25 million, somewhere around there, probably. Yeah. Um, probably worth it, but like you're looking at the teams in the bottom three or bottom four of the Premier League, realistically. Yeah. Um, and are they going to spend that kind of money on a winger? Do no. they even need a winger? No, that's it exactly. Uh, it's tough, like, because as you said, like, yeah. he's got his fee is too high. He's that's it's tough, like Newcastle, yeah. Newcastle, maybe. Maybe someone like that. Like, but the problem is, even at Newcastle, is is he going to get a game ahead of Almiron at the minute? You know, yeah, and Maximin, um, yeah, so Maxima, yeah. It's it's a tough one. It's 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 where does he go in January? I think more likely to go in the summer. But then again, the fact that we haven't had him linked with anyone might be a sign that he might finally go. Um. So we'll we'll wait and see. Ours are another option because they need. Players like that, yeah. After watching yeah. them tonight, they just looked. They just looked lacking ideas again. But like they need, they need creative players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's a it's a strange one. It's a strange one for the the transfer window. Nothing major happening yet. No. Um, but we've got a, a week or so to go. So we'll wait and see what happens in, in the last week. I think we're going to see uh, some transfers definitely happening. Yeah. Uh, suppose we might as well talk about the games at the weekend. Um, the results. Yeah. Uh, where will we start? I suppose we might as well start Friday at the beginning. Friday night, yeah. Of Friday night's game. Um, or the two games on Friday night. Yeah. Um, I watched Burnley. What's Brown? Yeah, same. I was watching it as well. Um, Burnley just looked very good. Second half, they were outstanding. West Brom were terrible in that second half. They um, were awful. And I mean, after getting the early goal, you thought, you know, this could be a turning point in the season now for West Brom. No. Um, you know, get that early goal and really push on and maybe give teams hopes of catching Burnley. Um, no. I mean, Burnley are up. I mean, they're, they're, and I think oh. they're going to be good watching the Premier League. Just looking at the table there, Burnley are 19 points clear of Watford. Yeah, I mean, they're not catching them. Not like, I mean, in order for them to catch them, you're looking at what? There's 18 games left. You're going to say Watford have to be perfect and Burnley are going to have to lose seven matches, essentially. I can't see either of those things happening. Um, Likewise, I think Sheffield United, like it's a 14-point gap they have. Yeah. But the battle for the playoff places is insane. I yeah. mean, it is literally insane. Yeah, so you've at least 10 teams or more. Yeah. Uh, like Coventry are six points from the playoffs, nine points from relegation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's nuts. Yeah. Now, Coventry still have a few games in hand as well. Um, as they always seem to have games in hand. Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, I know, I know Watford. And Borough both of games in hand over Sheffield United and Burnley, but the gap is too big. 
like I just can't see those teams suddenly going on a terrible run and losing four or five in a row, or even losing four or five the rest of the season. Yeah, what happened? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Burnley were dominant. They deserved a win overall. Um, the funny thing is, I said to my dad, "This is going in when the free kick came." <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah, I could just see it. I don't know why. I just saw it. Like it was, this was in. Yeah. Well, well deserved the win. Um. I think so. I mean, I think it was a well deserved win. Um. I think it was a very very good win. Um, for them, deservedly, like you said, second half, West Brom will be very disappointed in the how they played, like you said. Like they, they weren't, they weren't even in the game, really. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, and they just, I don't know, they just kept attacking in the second half. And um, to be fair to West Brom, they almost fell out. They almost got the point. Yeah. Um, you know, but again, late goals are always going to be a disaster. Hardly seem to get a lot of them. They do, they do. Um, so you had that. Then the other game that was on on the Friday night, Sheffield United, um, getting some of the goal early on, late red card for Hull. Just kind of a job done, kind of a night for Sheffield United. Pretty much. Um, um you already go and kill them, and they just yeah. What for? Or Hull don't have the uh, firepower. Um, yeah. To to damage the top teams, so. Yeah, um, you know, Burnley, late winner, Sheffield United, early goal, hung on, essentially. They weren't really hanging on. I mean, one like Hull were battering them. Around. Yeah, I know, yeah. But... Um, but still, the early goal, you, you like, 1-0 is always dodgy. And yeah, it took Burnley a while. But, um, yeah, I think Burnley are just going to be good in the Premier League next season. It's going to be a different type of Burnley. Yeah, it's not this, as we, we've talked about many times, it's not this 1-0 wins um, no. that you always get. Yeah, Norwich were always good at getting the, the one goal wins here and there, weren't they? Yeah. Um, but you look at the goal difference and you look at the top two's goal difference compared to everyone else in the division and it's insane. Um, I think in terms of goal difference, you have Burnley are plus 29, Sheffield United are plus 24 and the next best are Middlesbrough with plus nine. Exactly. Except they're scoring a lot of goals, Burnley and Sheffield United. Um, even though, you know, it wouldn't seem it on Friday night, but they are. And it's uh it's just crazy how tight the rest of the division is. Yeah. Um and we might as well have a look at some of the, the Saturday results, I suppose. It's the Saturday half twelve game was was mental. Uh, absolutely nuts. What a mad opening half hour. Yeah. And the manager was afterwards. I know the Norwich Norwich's new manager was not happy afterwards. Uh, no, I mean you treat it up after twenty minutes, well eighteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. and you're coasting, and it's three two after twenty six minutes. Yeah, it's crazy. It, it was mental, and obviously they went on. They got another one, and um, but I mean, it's a game Norwich kind of dominated. Yeah, but they could have ended up not taking. Three point no huge three points for Norwich. Yeah. By the way, because they're in danger of not making the playoffs. They're really in a fight for the playoffs. Yeah. Um Norwich should be battling up at the top of the table to win the automatic spots. Um I think we well, felt, you know. With Wagner, there's a great chance they could go up. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just ridiculously tight the division at the minute. Um, like Norwich with the wind climb up in there. Um, it's just it's it's insane how tight it is. Yeah. Like there's three points between Watford and third and West Brom in ninth. I know. <laughs> it is mad. You know, um, it, it's madness. You know, like within five points of the playoffs, you're going all the way down to Reading in fourteenth. You know, um, and I know Reading aren't in the best form. QPR are not in good form, um, and all that. Uh, Sunderland starting to climb up the table, and we we'll get on to them in a minute. But yeah, I mean, Wagner's certainly going to be hoping the Norwich games aren't like this every week. <laughs> yeah, I'm scoring. Though. They're scoring goals, Andrew. Uh, they're back scoring goals. Um... Absolutely, and uh, yeah, it's it's gone kind of well for them. Yeah. Um. I suppose the other ones uh, games then Birmingham Preston a uh, big win for Preston kind of early goals kind of got it for them in that one. It's nice to see Alan Brown score. Yeah, and, disappointing for Birmingham as they start to slip back down the table again. Yeah, the World Cup uh, has not helped them. Uh, they're not good since they've come. No, back. Preston though, they're just outside the playoffs in terms of points wise, so they'll probably lose their next two games. I imagine. Um, it yeah. seems to be the way they go, doesn't it? Yeah. And when they um, that when they get near the playoffs, yeah. that's when they lose. Yeah. Like they have a minus five goal difference. Yeah. Which isn't much because Blackburn and Fort have minus four, but yeah. Uh, it's been a weird season for Preston. Yeah, all, all those the, like nil all the draws. Goal. The odd goal, yeah. All those one nil wins and nil all draws that they had at the start, yeah. um, but. You know, 18 games to go for the first time in a while, you'd say they're still in with a shout of the playoffs. And it's been a few years since that was the case. Yeah. Usually they've faded by now, but, you know, yeah. that was a big win for them to stay yeah. on pace. Getting the lap as well. Didn't the lap go there on Lord? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a good one. That's a good signing from. Um, and, and to be fair, like, um, you know, they played well in this one, Preston. They did, yeah. Uh, especially early on, like I said, it was good to see Brown getting a goal, Edson, and um, yeah, it took it took Birmingham a while to get to get back there. Um, also, I think um, it was the first time a woman refereed a championship game. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, nice um, and hopefully we'll see a lot more of it. Um, yeah, I thought she did a, a fine job. I mean, there was nothing really massively controversial happened. Which is always uh, good because you do worry sometimes that the pressure well, the pressure's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, it was a strange, strange kind of a game in that um you know, Preston very good early on and Birmingham tried to come back into it, but weren't I don't know. Um it's a strange one. The goals were terrible. Yeah. Um to be honest, they were shockers to concede. Birmingham won't be happy with the goals they gave away. Um, but Preston, you know, up, doing well, flying it. Um, that's the way we go. Blackpool Huddersfield was called off due to a frozen pitch, which is kind of mad to think a championship game can be called off due to a frozen pitch, but there you go. Um, Bristol City and Blackburn Rovers. Um, disappointing for Blackburn, this one, I think. Yeah. That's up and down. Yeah. Lucky not to lose it in the end, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. 
Bristol City are actually on a bit of form as well. Um, yes, they've been in a bit of form, especially at home. They've gone so long without winning at home. Yeah. Then they get that one win, they go on that bit of a run, like you say. Um, nine points off the playoffs. Can Bristol City go on a mad run, or is there too many teams? I think I think I think there's where they are now will probably be where they finish. Yeah, there's um, too many teams realistically yeah, between the playoffs. Um but um like they'd only won one the last eight at Ashton Gate, like you said, so their form wasn't great, but that win came I think a couple of games ago. Yeah. Um yeah, it's one of those where I think Bristol City will look back at it and be like, How did we not win this game? Especially when they went down to 10 they, men. They played well, to be fair, as well. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, and also, as well, Senmo, Senio. Is it good to see him score? Um, yeah. What about the red card? The second yellow was a bit harsh. Yeah, like, again. I don't know, like, would you reckon VAR would overturn it? I had... Well, they can't if it's the second yellow. Oh, okay. Uh, Bar isn't allowed to overturn it. Yeah, second. Yeah, like for me, it's a case of, yeah. um, if that was my team, I'd be very disappointed yeah. if the player got sent off for that. Um, yeah. you know. But then again, when you're on a yellow card, don't give the ref a decision. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. And um, Bristol City then had a goal disallowed as well. And uh, manager was given out about it. No VAR, obviously. Yeah. Saying that they were in a poor position, and I'll talk about that a little bit with the uh Sunderland Middlesbrough game as well. I'm one of the decisions. Um, the official not keeping up with play properly, and the goal was obviously the slow Bristol City's one. Um, yeah, strange one, yeah. But I, the might be only a matter of time before VAR is in the championship. <laughs> um, there's so much money in the championship that, that it, it's kind of mad, it isn't there? Yeah. Um, and there's been a few decisions that are like. Could really, really cost teams. Well, but that, anyway, that's... I know that three points won't be a difference maker, sure, at the end of the season. No. You never know. You never know. But I mean, for Blackburn Rovers, that point could end up being crucial come yeah. the end of the season. Exactly. They because seem to it be is so tight there. Like, they seem to be just chipping away. Yeah. Um, Cardiff, Millwall, like you said, Cardiff are in a mess. Was it Millwall, why at least starting to sneak back up the table? Yeah, they're getting a good few wins though in the last few weeks. Yeah, um, and they stay eight despite the win, but they're only their goal difference is all that's keeping them out of the playoffs. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah and they're one of the teams on 27. So they, they have a game in hand over Norwich, they have a game in hand over Blackburn, game in hand over Watford. That's the thing, like they could go all the way up to third, they could, they're in their game in hand, and they've had a good season. They're not, this is a game they draw the last two years. Yeah, exactly. It would have been nil all straight up. Yeah. Um, and how this only ended 1-0, to be honest, there were so many chances in this game. There was over 30 shots on goal between two teams. Crazy that it finished 1-0. Yeah. Um, you know, but at the same time, Cardiff, um, yeah, it's a strange one for them because they are struggling, so they do need to get somebody in because... They, they really are in trouble now. Um, like Huddersfield with their game called off gives them that extra game in hand again. Yeah. Um, and that game in hand for Cardiff and Hudders for Blackpool and Huddersfield, rather, that's a game against each other. Yeah. If one of them wins that, Cardiff are in the bottom three. Yeah. 
Uh, um, like it wouldn't so surprise it, me if they go down. Like if you were saying to me that they're they're gone down, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise and, me. And that that's why I think appointing someone like Big Sam till the end of the season isn't a terrible idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, need, someone who could just get you enough points to keep you up. Yeah, they need to stay off. Yeah, I mean they do. Uh, we look at like some of the other results and other teams trying to get out there. QPR won, Swansea won. A result that does nothing for either team, realistically. Swansea was starting to push up the table I've, a bit. I've talked about them and they're just coasting it now. They just want the season over with. It uh. seems like it, but like at the same time, QPR are only four points off the playoffs. Yeah. They can't be taking their foot off the gas that much. But like this is a team that were like coasting the league. Weren't they like 10 points clear at one point? They were crying it at one time and it was like, this team will never lose again. Yeah, yeah. And they've just gone on a terrible run of about four or five games before the World Cup and they just have not picked it up since. Like I'm pretty sure they had like a 10 point gap at one point and they were like yeah, was They were miles. They were flying. That was mad. I, I can't understand if don't yeah. fall what's happened. It it really is a strange one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's 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 a weird one for them because it's it's hard to know what's after going wrong for them. Yeah, and then and then the next game, Reading um got hammered by Stoke. Um. Yeah, Stoke have have this in them every now and then. Yeah. And my God, did they need a win? <laughs> yeah. The problem here is they got hammered by Stoke, and if they yeah. get hammered by Manchester United at the weekends. Reading. That's a problem. And Reading are again, they're one of these teams that are close to the playoffs, but a yeah. bad run and they'll start to drop down more towards the bottom of the table. Yeah. Um I don't think they're gonna go down or anything, but I mean team again that were doing so well for so long this season, they're gonna yeah. be disappointed where they are. Yeah. Um like it, it was a very poor result to even four goals. Yeah. Against Stoke, who barely scored two at the most of the times. I know. Um, and, uh, you know, Reading were their own worst enemies with some of the goals they gave away. Yeah. 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 Um, um, point for Rodrum against Watford. Um, yeah, I mean, Rodrum need to keep picking up points. That's a bad result for Watford. Yeah. Um, how Billich wasn't sacked after it, I don't know, because it's Watford. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, absolutely, he's gone if they don't get promoted. Yeah, I would, I would think so. Uh, he knows himself. We, we know that. But yeah, big win for Rotherham because they need to start picking up points because they are very close to that bottom three. Yeah, very. They're like a point above it or something, are they? No, they're they're, uh, five, they're five, like points. five points above it. But Huddersfield well, have two games in hand. Have two oh. games in hand, and Blackpool have a game in hand. Yeah. So it's a strange one. So we'll have to wait and see what happens there. Luton, Wigan, um, poor old Cole Torre can't get a win. Yeah, has he won yet? Is that one yet? No, no wins yet for him. Yeah, I feel he's obviously got bad. the late draw. Yeah. Um, no wins in nine games. Not the best start to his managerial career. No, I. I wonder should um, he took a lower league job. First, maybe at the same time, it's, it's Wigan he's after taking over. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, they're not. They're not. Yeah, exactly. They're not the best team in the world, but yeah. no wins in nine is not a is not great. Yeah, you know, no wins in nine isn't a great start. So that's uh, 
That's all for the Saturday games. Luton, though, again, like Millwall, slowly climbing back up that table. Again, they could be third if they win their game in hand. So, yeah. And I think they're very difficult to beat. Yeah. And then we had the the time where derby yesterday. The game turned on a red card. Yeah, and I this is the one I want to talk about. It, sadly. I thought the ref was way too far behind the play to make a call on this. Yeah. Um I don't think um I I don't think it's um a red card. I don't think it's a penalty. Uh, the linesman is much closer than the referee. Yeah. He didn't flag for a penalty. He didn't flag for a free kick. Uh, the ref has made up his decision. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's a weird one because, okay, you can say it, it might be a foul because he was pulling him back a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't pulling him back that much. But he certainly wasn't fouling him inside in the box. Yeah. That to me was a terrible decision to give them a penalty. Yeah, exactly. And then, like I, I thought it was terrible. Um, I really did think it was a bad, bad call. And I think the ref, when he sees it back, is going to be really disappointed in himself because it is blatantly outside the box. Yeah. Um, so he gives him the red card. Okay, if the ref thinks it's a free kick, he is true on goal. Yeah. But to give a penalty then as well was kind of mad. And uh, Stewart steps up, misses the penalty, is able to tap in the rebound. Now, for me, if I was in charge of football, yeah. and you know, if, if FIFA decide to come knocking on my door and they're like, Hey Steve, um, you know, you're in charge, make up some new rules. Uh one of the one rules I would make up, or not make up, but that I would impose immediately would be if you take a penalty, yeah, you're not allowed to go for the rebound. Yeah. I think once you miss it, that's it. It's that's done. Like yeah, done. like I've no problem if a keeper saves it and rebounds out, and one of the players from outside the box runs in and taps it in. Yeah, because at least the defenders also have a chance to react from outside the box. Yeah, but when you're like you're like six yards further forward than anybody taking the penalty, I I just think it's an unfair advantage because you've already given him a penalty, which is a great chance to score. And for me, that that's a rule change that I'd make. I'd make it so that if you take a penalty and the keeper saves it, you're not allowed to go for the rebound. Yeah, exactly. Um, only I anyone mean. else on the pitch should be allowed to. Uh, there's not much to say about the game. I thought Middlesbrough were really, really impressive in the second half, despite being down to 10 men. Yeah. Um, I really did think they were very, very good. Um. No complaints about second goal. Brilliantly taken by Diallo. Killed off the game. Because at that time, Middlesbrough were really pushing for an equaliser. Hit on the break. Uh, wonderful bit of skill. Uh, lovely finish. But, uh, yeah, I, you know, it moves Sunderland up to ninth. Only a yeah. point off the playoffs. Middlesbrough down now to sixth uh, because of the goal difference of losing 2-0. Uh, it's, yeah, yeah it's, Two teams that are going really well at the minute. Yeah. And that's why if you look at this table and you're looking at within three points of the playoffs, you're going down to Swansea, say in 12th. Now, Swansea, their form is decent for a while. They're drawing a few games now. Uh, 
Preston, we know what they're like, up and down, up and down. Yeah. But then you have West Brom have been going pretty well. Yeah. Sunderland have been flying it. Millwall and Luton have both quietly been starting to get wins again. Yeah. Then you've got Middlesbrough who've been playing well. Norwich, who haven't been great, but under a new manager now. You know, good first win for him. Yeah. And then you've got Blackburn Rovers there as well. One win in five for Blackburn is very easy. Yeah. They're starting to fall off a little bit. Yeah. So you're looking at a really tight race from West Brom in 10 to say all the way up to Blackburn, even Watford in third. If you were to uh, pick because, playoffs teams there, like who out of all those? To me, it's really, really, and that's not to discount, you know, even though they've not gone well, that's not to discount QPR or Reading yeah. going on a run of three wins and they're right back in it, yeah. or two wins even. Uh, or I, Coventry. Say, I think Norwich and West Brom are bankers. Yeah, or, or Coventry. Yeah. You know, going on a run, pushing for it. Luton Millwall, it's you just don't know. Yeah, exactly. Um and, and the way things are laid out, you just don't have a clue. Because yeah. Watford are by no means safe of a playoff place. Yeah. Um at all. They're not a shorter one rather. Mm-hmm. So if we think about it, so if you were to pick you you reckon Norwich and West Brom are bankers. Just because of the farm table for now, yeah. But I mean, I'm looking at Sunderland and Borough playing really well also. Blackburn not doing so well. Then Luton and Millwall, there's just something about the two of them. Yeah. Um, it's so hard to pick. I like, I wouldn't, I couldn't even guess it at the minute because yeah, one of those teams from third to tenth is going to hit a patch of form. Yeah, exactly. Um, and once they do, they're going to like finish third in the table. And <laughs> Exactly. The others are going to be fighting it out because it's ridiculous. There's three points between 10th and 3rd. Yeah. Literally, Watford could drop down depending on, obviously, what games are being played, assuming teams below them aren't playing each other. But they could realistically, in one game, drop from 3rd to 10th in the table. Yeah, that's bad, isn't it? You know? <laughs> that's crazy. You know? And, and that's not to discount Swan or Preston, who were both within two or three points of the playoffs themselves as well, in 11th and 12th. Yeah. Um, it's just their form is too patchy for me to to say, but one of them hits form and you just don't know. Yeah. Like you said, Blackburn haven't won in a while. None of the teams from third, say down to 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th, even Coventry, who were only, you know, seven points off with a game in hand. Yeah. Um. They can't afford to be dropping points. Exactly. Yeah. No, I I just don't think they can. Uh. So yeah, yeah, you're right. And uh, it just just goes to show you though how close it is. Um. It's ridiculous. Usually the battle at the bottom is very tight. That's almost not as interesting this year. And um, not say it's not, but I think because. Blackpool have one game in hand against Huddersfield and Huddersfield then have another game in hand. Yeah. It, it's kind of, we don't really know what the bottom of the table looks like. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. And the transfers, I think, you know, someone up in those like top 15 places signs a good striker or a good midfielder on loan from the Premier League or something. Yeah. And suddenly, you know, they hit a bit of form and things are going well. For them, or like you, like you know, Carrick has got Akpom playing really, really well for Borough. Um, I know he didn't get a lot yesterday, but you know, a lot of that had to do with sending off as well. 
But, you know, you just get a player to hit a bit of form. You know, Watford, if they hang on to Sarr, yeah, it's it's going to be tricky. Yeah, it's going very close. Um, yeah, I can't wait for it at all. Uh, will we have a quick look ahead to the fixtures? Because they're going to be a bit weird next weekend because of the FA Cup. Yeah. Um. So the 28th, which is Saturday, we've only got three games going ahead. Uh, Coventry against Huddersfield. A uh, big game for both teams, obviously. That's Coventry's for now game in hand. Uh, Hull City QPR. Big game for QPR if they want to try and turn things around. Yeah. Massive game. Middlesbrough against Watford. Yeah. Middlesbrough beat on Watford are in trouble. That and that's and that's the thing. If Middlesbrough beat Watford, they go ahead of them. You know, and Watford, okay, Norwich, Blackburn, Luton, Millwall, none of them are playing. So, you know, Watford won't drop out of the playoffs or anything. Yeah. But that's a huge game for both teams. Because if you lose that, you could be, you know, eighth or ninth yeah, soon exactly. enough. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so those are those fixtures. Um, you know, then the following weekend, um, I think that's all we have in January, those three left. Yeah. Then Friday night, Coventry, West Brom. So Coventry played twice. So Coventry yeah. might actually have played games more than some teams by the time Saturday rolled around. Saturday the 4th of February, that is. Yeah. Um, which is nuts to think of that. Um, yeah. And there's some big games. Um, I know we'll look ahead to it after next weekend. There's only three games, so I don't know if we're going to do much of a show next weekend. We'll do a transfer uh, we'll show. We'll, we'll do a transfer show, yeah. And we'll talk yeah. about the games, I suppose. But if we look ahead a few weeks, and I know we're jumping ahead an extra week, yeah. but the reason I'm doing it is some of the games that are are being played are just oh, they're so Like just Norwich Burnley are playing in the afternoon, the early kickoff. Rotherham Sheffield United. Yeah, like that's not a that's not an easy game for Sheffield United away to Rotherham because they're fighting for their lives. Yeah, Norwich at home, new manager. That's a tough one for Burnley, but Burnley can afford a few defeats even. But yeah. big game for Norwich because they have to win it. Yeah. Like like we said, those teams in the round of playoffs, you just can't lose anymore. Yeah, exactly. And um, Huddersfield, QPR again. Huddersfield badly need the points. QPR yeah. badly need the points. Yeah. Hull, Cardiff, that's a huge one down at the bottom. Um, Luton against Stoke, big game for Luton. I mean, Luton win that, and they're right in that playoff picture again. Borough playing Blackpool, and. Um, that's one of those ones where you're home to Blackpool, you're expected to win, but you're yeah. coming up against Mick McCarthy. And, you know, you're talking about a, a manager who's got a few months' experience in this league. He's doing really well, it must be said. Carrick has been brilliant yeah. up against a guy that just knows the division so well. So it's, I don't know. I don't think that's as easy a game for Borough, no. even though they're at home and you'd expect them to win it. Then another big playoff game Millwall against Sunderland. Yeah, Tough one for Sunderland, long way to travel down. Yeah. Uh, then Preston home to Bristol City battle of two teams that are a bit up and down in form Ready, Watford. Uh, Watford against Reading somewhat of a local derby Yeah. Uh, so you know we know they can go either way Swansea against Birmingham uh, again Swansea if they want to make that push for the playoffs again they cannot lose and Birmingham do not want to start sliding down towards it no. and then you've got Blackburn against Wigan on the Monday night that time I think so it's, it's I could we could see Torre being sacked after that. Yeah, ten games without a win. Yeah. Um. Who knows? Maybe he'll use his Arsenal connections to get Saka in on loan till the end of the season. <laughs> um, yeah. Um. I doubt it, but you never know. 
<laughs> well, you do know it's not going to happen. <laughs> For any Wigan fans listening, they might get a player or two from Arsenal, maybe from the reserves. I know Aziz has already gone there, the midfielder from Arsenal. Yeah. Um, and they might get one or two more on loan. You wouldn't know, but um, yeah, I can't see, I can't see uh, Saka or Martinelli or any of them. Although Eddie and Ketty is playing really well at the minute, so maybe when Jesus comes back from injury, he can go out on loan to Wigan for till the, the end of the season. <laughs> um, not much else happening in the transfer news. Just having a quick check there. Um, no more deals today. They're all going to happen in the last few days. We know that. We're used to that at this stage. So will we leave it there, Phil? And be back next weekend with a transfer kind of special and a look at those three games that are going ahead. And also we'll... Uh, let you know how the championship teams did in the FA Cup as well. Yeah. Cool. All right. So thanks everyone for listening and we'll talk to you again soon.